Hey, hey, thanks for stopping by the Mentor Minute, a podcast for Y Achievers mentors of the YMCA of Greater Oklahoma City. I'm your host, JoJo. Welcome to the Monday email, the episode that'll break down everything you need to know to step into the classroom, sit with your students, and be prepared for your Y Achievers session. Oh, hello, and welcome to Santa Fe South Session 3, I Can Careers. Just like the title says, we're going to be talking about careers. So take a second, close your eyes, and I want you to think back to when you were in elementary school, middle school, or even high school, when an adult came up to you and said, what do you want to be when you grow up? What was your answer? Was it something that seemed far-fetched and unobtainable, like being in the circus? Or something a little more practical, like maybe being a children's book author? Or something that was more mainstream and definitely obtainable, like a dental hygienist? Here's the thing. We're all different. And we all have different dreams, hopes, goals, and aspirations. But when we were younger and we would tell an adult what we wanted to be when we grow up, How did those adults react? Did they look at us and say, that's not possible. That's ridiculous. You can't do that. Or were they supportive? And did they sit down with you and tell you ways to help make that happen? That's what this lesson is all about this month is careers. We're going to be able to sit down with our students and find out what do they want to do right now after high school? And then take that thing and say, okay, here's what you want to do. Here are some steps and the things you need to take to make it possible. Even if it's something as silly as I want to be in the circus. Okay. What are some steps we can do to make that happen? Is that something you really want to do? And how can we look at that and make it obtainable? We want to take anything that someone has looked at them and said, that's impossible and make it possible. As Y Achievers mentors, every step of the way that we take, that is something we want to focus on. It's taking the things that seem impossible to our students and making them possible. And today that focus is on careers. Now, just a quick little random segue about that. Keep in mind So I have done this at a couple of schools already. And sometimes you're going to get some far-fetched answers that may stump you and you don't know how to respond. Let me give you an example. At one of our schools last month when we were doing this lesson, uh, we had a young man who told us when we said, what do you want to be after high school? His response without even thinking about it was, I want to be a drug dealer or a firefighter. Okay, you hear that pause? Yeah, that's how we all responded in the room. Um, One of the other mentors heard him say this and goes, oh, my son's a firefighter. It's a great career. You would love it. I can give you his information. He was like, eh, I don't know. I think I just want to stick with my first option. And so I sat down next to him and I said, okay, let me ask you a question. What's your plan? So here's what I did. We had a five to 10 minute conversation where I kept asking him questions relating to this career that he wants to have. 
But then I kept finding ways to segue it into something else. So he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to have product and I'm going to sell it. Well, what's the best way to do that? He would just stare at me. Well, to figure that out, you probably want to think, think about things like finance and maybe go into business. And then maybe that would help you with that. But then you'll also have something you can fall back on when that doesn't work. So if you have a student who comes at you with a really far-fetched thing, find a way to take that far-fetched thing and turn it into something that maybe is a little more legal and a little less illegal in this situation. Um, or just find ways to steer them towards something that we're not saying, we aren't hearing what you're saying, but maybe let's try something that's a little more safe and a little bit more obtainable. So please keep that in mind as well. So let's jump into our lesson and talk about what you're going to be doing with your students this month on careers. Let's jump right into your lesson. So as always, you are going to start, get with your students, do your tell me something goods. Got some really great ones in the book this month. My favorite one is if you could add any sports to the Olympics, what would you add? I want you to think about this question and then have an answer ready for your students when you get to class. After you've started your conversation starters and just had a moment to connect with your students again after being away from them for a month, we're going to jump right into our segue activity. This month's segue activity goes back to my introduction where I asked you to take a second and think back to elementary school, middle school, and high school and answer the question, what did you want to be when you grow up? That's what our segue activity is. You're going to give your students either one piece of paper or multiple pieces of paper, however you would like to do that. And you're going to ask them that question. But I would break it up. So look at them and say, think back to elementary school. When you were in elementary school and someone came up to you and maybe they pinched those adorable little cheeks and they said, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up, sweetie? And then tell them to write that answer down. They can have multiple answers or they just have one answer. Once they've done that, then ask, think back to middle school. What, when someone asked you the question, what do you want to do when you grow up and you were in middle school, what was your answer? If your answer was different from elementary school, write down your new answer. Again, give them some time to write down their answers. And then ask the question, if you, right now in high school, what do you want to do when you grow up? And then again, give them time to write down their answers. Once everyone has written down their answers, talk about them out loud. You can start with, okay, everybody go around and tell me what you wanted to be when you were in elementary school. And do the same thing for middle school and for high school. Or you can just ask if anyone wants to share or you can share first to get them talking, whichever works best for your group. We're now in session three, so hopefully you kind of know which ones in your groups are going to talk, which ones aren't, or ways that you can kind of get everyone to start talking. Once you've done that, you're going to do that for each one of those grades. And then I want you to take those things and ask the question, if you told anyone these answers, has anyone ever told you that's impossible? And then ask them, what are ways we can make them possible. The example in the book from the person who originally wrote this curriculum is that when she asked a three-year-old son what he wanted to be when he grows up, he said a robot or a T-Rex. Now let's be honest. 
We looked at a three-year-old and they said a robot or a T-Rex. That makes sense, right? But what if like a 12-year-old looked at you and said, I want to be a robot or a T-Rex. As an adult, you would probably immediately want to respond and say, oh, you can't do that. It's impossible. But think outside the box. How could we make that possible? No, you really can't be a robot. But I can start putting you in STEM classes so you can learn about engineering. And then you can build your own robot. And maybe you control that robot. And that's as close as they're going to get to being a robot. I want to be a T-Rex. Again, they really can't be a dinosaur. But maybe I take you to a museum and you learn about fossils. And then you decide you love fossils. And then your dream is now not to be a T-Rex, but to be the person who discovers the bones of a T-Rex to become a paleontologist. Or maybe you're really good at ice skating or dancing. Or again, maybe you like robots and you become the person who is the T-Rex in Disney on Ice Toy Story. Or maybe you're the person who controls the animatronic dinosaurs of the Jurassic World dinosaur thing that always comes to Oklahoma City. There are ways to take those dreams that seem impossible and find a way to make it possible. And so that's the conversation you're going to have with them. But there's also some other really great questions you can ask. Like, challenge them to find ways to reach for their dreams. Um, if there was a fictional thing that they mentioned, like they want to be a princess, again, how can we make that happen? Are these jobs impossible and can we make them possible? And then let them know that we're going to jump into a survey that can maybe help them think about careers and jobs they never thought about before. Or maybe they already know what they want to do after high school. And let's see if the survey lines up with what they want to do. So let's go ahead and talk about that survey. Okay. Okay. Your first big activity is going to be the career survey. Here's the thing. The one in the book, when we went to our first school last month to do this survey, the kids thought it was so daunting and so long that I was. it took most of them the whole entire class period to do it. So then we didn't get a chance to go on to anything else. So I was like, nope, we're not going to do it. I nixed it and I found one that was a little more shorter. So I will have copies of that available for you in the class. So if you had a chance, please make sure you look at the email and at least pull up the survey so you can kind of understand what it is that we're going to be doing. This career interest survey has 17 career clusters. So there are 17 sections and each section has five sentences in it. So the way it's going to work is the students are ranking each sentence within the section. So let me give you an example. In section one, there are five sentences and they say the following. Research new ways to produce food. Care for animals, set traps for crabs, lobsters, or shellfish, manage a farm, maintain planted areas of trees, flowers, or shrubs. So if the students are taking this and they're looking at it, they're going to rate each one of those sentences. Five, meaning they like that thing very much. One being, no, they don't like it at all. So if I were doing this for myself, here's how I would rank it. Research new ways to produce foods, that's going to be a one for me. Care for animals, 
Depending, it would depend on the animal. So I would put a three. Set traps to catch crabs, lobsters, and shellfish. That's going to be a one. Manage a farm. That's also going to be a one. And maintain planted areas of trees, flowers, and shrubs. That's going to be a four. Once I've done that, I'm going to add up all my points for that section and go on to the next one. So the students will do that for all 17 sections. They can have as little as five points or as many as 25 points in each section. Once they've gone through all 17 and they've tallied all their points, at the end, they'll be able to look and see what are their top three areas. Once they've figured out their top three areas, they're going to write them on the back of their sheet. And then what I want you to do is tell them to take their number one and write it in their book. There's a page called the Career Interest Notes. And they're going to write that number one thing if it resonates with them. Maybe number one doesn't really resonate with them and number two does. So an example of those career clusters. Sorry, I was turning the papers. So those career clusters are broken down as the following. Agricultural, food, and natural resources. Architect and construction. Arts, AV, and communications. Business management and administration. Education and training. Finance. Government and public administration. Health and science. Hospitality and tourism, human services, IT, manufacturing, law, public service, and corrections and security, marketing, sales, and service, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, or STEM, transportation, distribution, and logistics, and energy. So when I took the survey for myself, my number one was actually hospitality and tourism. My number two was tied with education and training and human services. And then my last one was health sciences. If you know me as a person, that lines up with pretty much who I am as a person and what I love to do. So I would take that and write those things down. And then I would write my number one, probably education and training, because that's what I'm doing right now, or human services. And then I'm going to provide extra things on your table for them to look through. They can look and see what kind of does someone make who works in human services? and find out what does that salary range look like for them. Or there's more information where they can look and see, okay, here's what I need to do to obtain this job. You can also ask them questions as they're looking at their worksheet, excuse me, and filling it out. What are the next steps they need to take to achieve that job? If there's someone who wants to go into architect and construction, what's the next step? How do we make that happen? For them in high school right now, maybe it's going to the vocational school. For Santa Fe South, it's Metro Tech. Going to Metro Tech, and maybe there's a class that they can take at Metro Tech to make that happen. So keep those things in mind as you're looking at and seeing, okay, how can we help you on what your next steps are? And just give them the time to take the career cluster survey and look through that information so that they can know and see what are my next steps. They're going to be able to keep the handout to take with them. So that's why we also want them to write it in their book. Because let's be honest, they'll probably lose the handout by the time the end of the day is over. So we'll have that information in their book too, that they'll get back at the end of the year. So let's talk about our next activity. note on the career cluster survey. At this point, you kind of know your groups. You know which students are really going to be into taking the survey and which ones aren't. So 
don't be afraid to tweak it a little bit if you need to. If maybe going through and having everyone in your group take the survey isn't going to work for your group, turn to the last page where it lists all of the career cluster titles and gives a little bit of information about them. So like under law, public safety, corrections, and security. It says providing legal, public safety, protective, and homeland security services. So tell them to go through and read all of those things. Read the information that's underneath it. And once they're done reading that information, tell them to write down what their top three interests are of those things without necessarily having to take the survey, what they think are the top three things they're interested in. And then, again, use the additional information that's provided for you and go through and look at that information and say, okay, your top thing that you're interested in is hospitality and tourism. And ask those same questions that would you would have asked if they'd taken the whole entire survey. What steps is it going to take? What kind of career can you have out of this job? What can you do now in school to help you prepare for it? And what are things that you will need to do after high school to obtain that goal? So that's another way you can look at it if you have a group that maybe really isn't into taking the survey. So definitely keep that in mind. This last activity is one of my favorites. Let me give you a quick synopsis. It's called the Reality Check Worksheet. It's great for students, but it's also great for us as adults. So they'll go through, they'll be circling things. Everything will have a point system. They'll get a total number of points. And then that total number of points gives them a salary range. And then also list a few jobs that are available in that salary range. But also keep in mind that on your table, you'll have a list of all kinds of jobs in the medium salary range of those jobs in 2021. So they can also look off of that as well. So that keep that in mind. So let's break it down. The reality check worksheet has several different boxes. Each box will tell you if you can only choose one or if you can choose more than one. When you're doing this with your students, I usually tell my group, think about this as if you have graduated high school, you're done with high school, and you are now starting life as an adult. What are you going to do? And then for you as a mentor, you just, you could take it as if, hey, this is what I'm doing in my life right now. Or maybe you're thinking, oh, let's see what I want to obtain for myself in a couple of years and do it that way. So a couple of examples of some of the boxes will be housing, and they're going to choose one option. Are they going to live at home? Are they not going to live anywhere? Are they going to have an efficiency apartment, a one-bedroom apartment, a two-bedroom apartment, or a house? And they're going to select one of those things. But then the next box is utilities. And they can choose more than one. So then they're going to select things like, do they want a phone? Do they need internet? Do they need a mobile phone? Do they need cable? Or in our case, streaming services. Do they need electricity, water, and gas? One of the things that I heard several mentors saying when we were doing this with our students, if for the housing, if they chose an efficiency apartment, any kind of apartment or a house, they needed to select electricity and water and gas because you need those things in a house. So keep that in mind with your students. Once they're done, you're going to go through all of the boxes and then everyone's going to tally up their points. The point ranges range from 29 points or less all the way up to 90 points or more. And then once they're done, they're going to turn to the grid and that's going to tell them based on their points, this is how much money you need to make a year in order to sustain that lifestyle. So if you have a student who has 29 points or less 
In order to sustain the lifestyle they selected for themselves after high school, they would maybe only need to make anywhere between 30 to 40K a year to sustain that lifestyle. Whereas maybe someone who said, circled all kinds of things and their point total is 60 to 69, they're going to need to make anywhere from 71 to 80K a year to sustain that lifestyle. And then based on that information, they can look at jobs and see what kind of job can I have that makes that much money? Does that job fall into something I'm passionate about? If it doesn't, am I going to be someone who's more money-minded about my career? Or am I going to fall into a career that I'm passionate about? And the amount of money I make doesn't matter. And maybe I can adjust my lifestyle and maybe change a couple of things based on what I selected. As mentors, it's fun for us because if you do it by your life currently, then maybe you can see, whoo, I'm living a little outside of my means. Or maybe it's a time for you when you take this and you look, maybe it's a time for you to help you reassess if that's something that you're doing. Maybe you're in a point in time in your life where you're in a flux and you're trying to decide, is this the career I want to keep doing? Maybe this reality check will help you figure that out as well, along with helping your students. I love doing this reality check. It's so much fun. So that's the other activity we have for today's lesson. Okay, that is our two big activities we have for the month. If you get through both of them, make sure you find the time to tie the two together, make it full circle, and debrief both the lessons. Make sure that they have time to look through and come up with plan for themselves. What classes do they need to start taking right now in high school to help them achieve that next goal after high school if they're planning to be a nurse or a vet tech or do HVAC work? What things can they take now to help them make that happen? This is such a great lesson as we take steps into helping our students succeed in their post-secondary life and what those things look like for them so I hope that not only will they learn something out of it, I hope you all will learn something out of this lesson too. And I just want to end it by this really fun quote that you can also turn into an activity. At the end, if you have a little more free time, you can take this quote, talk about it, and just really have some really cool discussion around it. And it simply says, choose a job that you love and you will never work a day in your life. Talk to you guys later. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'm so glad you're part of our Why Achievers Mentor Program. This program cannot run without you, the mentor. So thank you for giving of your time to serve the teens of our Oklahoma City community. And thanks for stopping by the Mentor Minute.